1: Sorry, we're just uh, laughing about our boorish buffoon of a president.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, man, so, he's,
3: uh, he's a class act. Yeah, well, the word is, he, apparently he met the uh, Brigitte Macron, the uh, mm-hmm. wife of uh, the president of, of France. Uh, and uh, as they had the meeting, he looked her up and down. This is the report literally <laughs> said, looked her up and down and said, wow, you're in great shape. Uh, a, a, a beautiful, beautiful. beautiful.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is not how you do it, is it? Uh, no, no. Wow, look at you! Those nice st- wreck there, baby. <laughs> you must work out. Look at look how smooth your legs are, guys. Touch these, guys. Guys, get your hands on there. Touch these so smooth. Mo- I didn't know French people did shave.
5: I, I, I thought you Frenchies didn't shave. <laughs> yeah, Come that. here. Oh, bad. <laughs>
3: He's so. the president of the United States. <laughs> I, it is, uh, it's, a, it's. Mm. It's a new way of doing things. Got People yourself yeah, a is. good one, eh, hey, <laughs> So,
4: You know, if Milani is into it, I wouldn't in my uh, wouldn't mind inviting you guys over to the White House for a little party one night. What I wouldn't do without for a night with you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I got a state dinner for you that you'll never forget. You ever see that movie Indecent Proposal? You like chocolate cake? A million dollars, let me tell you something, that's chump change. I'll offer you ten. That's how complimentary I am of your physique. I would give you incredible amounts of money to have intercourse with you. Great to meet you.
1: This guy, i, I he's the best, isn't he? Yeah, he makes it's you proud fantastic. to be an American. He makes you him.
3: proud. He really is. He really is. Um, so he, I, I guess... The DOJ led the Russian lawyer into the U.S. before she met with the Trump team. This is the big... Mm. And this is one of the weird things we were talking about because it's... um, uh, I guess both Obama and Trump had some... Uh, well, they allowed her in this particular uh, lawyer. Now, of course, it doesn't, there's no real necessarily a reason that she wouldn't be allowed in the country that we know of. Yeah, um, I mean, you're just
1: assuming that there's she's some sort of operative or KGB, uh, FSB, whatever they call it now.
3: And, and I, don't, I wouldn't say there's actually evidence of Agent. that. Yeah, there's I don't, evidence I don't think that there is. she is associated she's with She's a the government, government right. she official
1: would, of some kind. She or at least but,
3: was at one point. They, yeah. They're saying that uh, she's denying that now. She was and, a prosecutor in 2001, right?
1: But that's... I think she left being a Russian prosecutor in 2001.
3: So I, mean, I don't think it's particularly mm. clear that you would need to ban her from the country. It's just the issue of what she's doing in the country that's kind of the problem. But mm-hmm. beyond all that, let's just say, let's say Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama both met with this same attorney who both promised them from the Russian government to give dirt on Donald Trump. These arguments from conservatives are so weird. It's like, you do remember not liking Obama and Clinton, Right if your defense is well there he our guys just as bad as the other guy a bad that's defense. not a defense and that
1: is what the defense is yeah. every I, for the clinton or the the trump apologists the only thing i've heard them come back with is
4: well hillary yeah what about hillary
1: obama what about obama right. you don't care about that don't no, you remember being we did. They were awful
3: yeah. we did yeah. why don't you now why there was a hope that you'd go through the election process and do better. Maybe you would, because yeah. I certainly would never vote for someone I would think would be equal to Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, hey, well, they do terrible things and our guy does terrible things. We're all a big team. That yeah. sounds like a really bad premise for a vote. And also,
1: you're ignoring a lot of the facts involved here, like his lies that have been nonstop up until last, what, Friday uh, when he finally admitted it because he'd been caught right handed. And so he finally released the emails. And uh, I mean, you don't mind a Russian agent being met with by a, a presidential candidate. Really? That's okay, that's perfectly fine now. Yeah. So if, it, if it's a Democrat next time meeting with Russians, you won't think there's anything in the world wrong with that. When did that happen to Republicans? When did Republicans be perfectly fine with repeated lies and uh, with the fact that we're meeting with foreign agents of, of an enemy state like Russia? When did that become okay?
3: We've never been okay with Russians. You know, and this isn't like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of... <laughs> Of of something like uh, I don't know um, t- tax uh, tax cuts uh, ta- and not even it doesn't even work I'm trying to think or how about uh, deregulating um, a particular industry you know what I mean like where, are like okay the Republicans are for deregulation generally but there's a new industry and they were for regulation and now they're kind of not right like that would be a flip flop
2: mm-hmm.
3: is there anything? more foundational in the last half century for Republicans than dislike for Soviets and Russians. No. And in one so. year, this guy turned the entire foundation of everything this party has stood for for 50 years. Yep. And they're like, no, now we like them. Yep. And we're also supposed to be like, oh, yeah, yeah obviously. What's the big deal? I so said, what, it's the Russians. We're, we love the Russians. It's incredible. The criticism of, of, by Republicans of Barack Obama for blowing off Russia as a threat. We always focus on the Barack Obama element of that, where we say, oh, well, he used to say that they were, I want my, uh, the 80s called, they want their foreign policy back, and now they're saying there's a threat. You do realize you are on the opposite two sides of that issue. Like, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, well, you know. I mean, think about it from the Republican perspective. You all were criticizing Barack Obama for not taking the Russians' threat seriously, and here you are now. I mean, I would say you're taking it less seriously than Barack Obama. At least Barack Obama, at this point, we don't think so, uh, wasn't specifically meeting with Russian agents uh, to gain dirt on the opposite party. Now, there's some, the Hillary-Ukraine thing, you can, I guess, argue, but I mean, still, at the very best, you're saying we're as crappy as Hillary Clinton. That is your argument? This is not a good moment, guys. So, well, it's the and it's the
1: kind of madness we're, we're dealing with right now. I, I just, you know, and we've made this point a million times. It's just been inconceivable what's happened uh, in America to the right. I, it's inconceivable. I keep using that word. I don't think it means what I think it means. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you can't help but be just bewildered by this turn of events in the last year and a half uh, since the campaign began. Till now, it's like uh, I've lost everything I ever believed about people on the right side of the political spectrum.
3: None of the things that I thought applied, applied. And one, None of, the, of, them. one of the points we made early on in this with Trump, and again, like I, you know, there's been a couple of good things. We, we've acknowledged them to, to uh, uh, no end. I mean, I honestly have, I don't think I've ever praised a particular candidate for making one or two good calls. More I, know. Than, I mean, it's, in, it's incredible. But, like, go back to the, the, uh, the, the primary season. One of the things we said was, look, if this guy wins, you are going to have a massive crisis in conservatism. Because so many people are going to be tempted to support him on things he's doing, even when they're not uh, ethical, mm-hmm. when they're not right, when they're not conservative. And, man, that, that, I mean, it couldn't have proved out more. I mean, I've, I, yeah, it's congratulations. amazing We're people there. are reflexively, without even mm-hmm. any m- moment to pause, reflexively de- defending a guy who took a meeting with a, a person he thought was a Russian government agent to try to sink his opponent in a U.S. election. Then yeah. that is, there is reflexive defense over at least 70% of the right. It's incredible to me. The dedication to this one guy, as if he is God. I don't know whether that will, I don't know, I'll ever come to grips with it. And I understand that you probably have, and you probably think this is boring. But it's, I can't, I just, you know, it's amazing to see. It is amazing to see it happen, especially because I just don't see what what he's done to to deserve this treatment. It's like if this, if it was right. Ronald Reagan, yes. and he'd gone through eight years of amazing leadership, and then he's yes. like, like for example, I can he understand has soaring. Rhetoric. mean, right. he, he made you believe
1: in America again. Yeah. And he, he was really articulate. Trump is none of those things.
3: Right. Like, if, if, uh, if Clarence Thomas really screwed something up right now, I would understand mm-hmm. reflexive defense at some level. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, this guy has served this cause for so long. Look at his I career. I really want to believe him. You know, he makes a decision that's wrong. He does something that doesn't work. I can understand saying, okay, wait a minute. I'm not saying one bad thing about this guy. He's been great. I'm going to, until I find absolute, like, concrete evidence he's doing something wrong.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I kind of would understand that. That is just not the world we live in. It's just, you know, know, Trump gets that with almost no accomplishments. I mean, what that, what has this guy done? One more time. And then I'll shut up. (laughs) One more time. Gorsuch? Yes. Granted. Granted. Gorsuch, great. However, Gorsuch Mm -hmm. replaces Scalia, so we're really just even there. But I'll take the even. It could have been a lot worse. Understandable. And again, Mm -hmm. the heavy lifting on that cause is done by Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is the one that delays Mm -hmm. the decision to get it to a Republican. Any Republican, eh, I think most Republicans would have done a good job with the, with, the, with, the, um, with the Supreme Court, or at least an okay job. I think Trump did better than that, so he deserves credit. I think only the, better, the best side of that, I think, you know, a Bobby Jindal, a Ted Cruz, a Rand Paul, uh, maybe not even Marco Rubio, um, but maybe Marco Rubio could have done a, a Neil Gorsuch-level decision. But only the best ones. So <coughs> big-time points there, though a little <coughs> overblown. Secondly, there's things like the EPA repealing some uh, um, uh, some legislation and regulation from the Obama era. Pulled us out of the Paris Accord. Yeah, yep, which is great, uh, which is good. But again, that's, that's probably two thirds of the Republicans who do that. Uh, you know, um, so mm-hmm. but again, good, good. Uh, there have been some things to praise. Got to give them credit for w- where it's. But still. no major legislation. Yeah, none. None. Not a piece of it. Yeah. I mean, there's been some VA mm. reforms that you could say were good, but again, nothing outside of the normal Republican would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some, uh, I think, a lot of bad. Uh, so why the reflexive defense? I guess yeah, maybe I that's, don't know. it may just be a function. We, Instead of thinking, putting it in this person, it may just be the t- function of the time we live in. People just reflexively defend. We've been seeing this in these books mm. that Glenn has This reading. It's just like, what you do first is defend your turf before you actually start thinking about it. And that's why you have to lead with something that doesn't, you know, I mean, doesn't make people defend their turf. The favorite book I read out of the uh,
1: seventy-seven that he uh, ordered us to read in two weeks um, was the the one that's called Friction, and it because in that book he demonstrates, I think, almost proof positive about how much the world has changed, and it has changed so much that you can't continue to do the things you've done and be successful anymore. And that mm. applies in politics, I think, too. Yeah. You can't continue. The world has changed so much. We can't just be mindless Republicans
3: anymore because this is where it led us, oh, to this wasteland. A good example of that book, In Action in Politics, I think, is Hillary Clinton's campaign. Yeah. You, know, you throw a billion dollars mm-hmm. at TV ads and you think you're going to win. Well, it didn't work. did it, it? out. Either. I mean, and even mm. when she had good moments, it was more because Trump screwed up. She beat him in a debate. You know, she like those types of things happened that were outside of her general, like, oh, well, what we need to do is run run an ad with people with kids looking like they're crying when Trump says bad words. It's like, you know, uh, like that's very Mm -hmm. traditional Mm -hmm. and uh, it just doesn't seem to be effective anymore. No. Uh, And the other thing that I mean, the other
1: group of people I'm really stunned over are the evangelists, the evangelicals on TV and. You know, a lot of the well-known guys who we've heard from for a long time, like, mm. you know, like Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, just absolutely mind-boggling. The support, yeah. the blind, just following this guy and propping him up like he's a spiritual guy when he's really admitted he's not. Uh, he can't name a scripture. He doesn't even know how to say the titles of certain books in Scripture, <laughs> he he can't cite a Bible passage. They asked him for one. His favorite, yeah, I've got too many. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't want to do that. What okay. about the one where Jesus walks up to the guy and says, "Wow, you're in shape.
4: You're beautiful." <laughs> what about that one? Is that one?
1: No, no, that's no. not one. Okay, that's not one. Uh, but yesterday, I, I or this week, I guess it was a few days ago, they did this laying on the of the hands on President Trump again. Here's the photo of that. And it just, I I don't know, it's baffling. I I guess it's nice that they're praying for him. There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. In fact, I pray for the president Mm -hmm. all the time, too. That's true. Uh, However, what are they doing with him? I I mean, this is a guy who is a perpetual, nonstop liar who doesn't believe in forgiveness or repentance. He's said so himself. He's never asked for it. He's
3: never sought it. He doesn't believe it's necessary for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I... I have a there's a line to me between you mentioned Jerry Falwell Jr., who was a big supporter of his and an candidacy endorser, and an endorser. And yeah. to me, that's a big difference to, be, to this where, look, the pre- if anybody in the world needs people praying for him, it's Donald Trump. Um, and so. Yep. I, and we do.
1: And that's great. And, and I'm not criticizing that. Yeah, I, I it's just the blind
3: following of these yeah, evangelists, that,
1: evangelists. And you know who else is in this uh, photo? Michelle Bachmann
3: she's become a kind Michelle of... Michelle Bachman. Big, big, like, big friend. A huge there. Trump supporter? Michelle Bachman? It doesn't seem consistent with what she talked about <laughs> policy-wise <laughs> no. over the years. No, it doesn't. Um, but, I mean, no. she, she was on this, she's been on this bandwagon for a while, too.
2: Wow, um, it's crazy.
3: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, look... Uh, you know. We've ruminated about it enough, probably. All right. Do you think Kid Rock is actually running <clears throat> for Senate? What kind of shape is Michelle in? Well, Michelle, uh, she's in great shape. She's wow.
1: beautiful.
3: <laughs> beautiful.
4: <laughs> Michelle,
3: let me tell you what I'd like to do. He's uh, like the, in Mad Men. He's just like, be good. <laughs> Michelle Bachman walks by and he just uh, slaps her on the butt. It's like, uh, who yeah. are you? Welcome uh, to uh, prayer um, service. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can
4: bounce a nickel off that butt right there. There. Look at that. Look at that. Boink. Uh, let's throw some at her. Let's see how it works. It's Everybody really... gather around. You evangelists. Let's start start up throwing up the coins at her buttocks.
5: Hop up, up on the table, bitch.
4: <laughs> uh, God gave them to her. Am I right? Who? Am I right, guys?
3: I don't know how this turned into a meeting with the evangelists. He treated her pretty well, didn't he? Huh? <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, Kid Rock uh, <laughs> reportedly running for Senate. I don't believe it. Yeah, he's. I make a good call on the site. Yes, so there's a rumor, at least, and I have not confirmed this independently, but the rumor is that the site. Because there's a Kid Rock for Senate um, uh, in, in, 19, or in 2018 for the U.S. Senate. It says uh, there's a, there was a picture that said Kid Rock 18 for U.S. Senate website. Uh, shows the picture of him looking uh, cool and, and I, I guess somewhat political. I don't know. Um, but, for him. Yeah, for him. The issue is uh, the site was registered by Warner Brothers, which mm, indicates right. it's probably more of a, uh, you know. Promotion, a promotion for a for new CD new, or something. Yeah, so I don't know if that's true.
1: Yeah. I don't know either, but maybe uh I mean kid rock's pretty conservative for a rock star
3: he's a trump guy though like he's yes, like a, he's yeah, a yeah. trump level conservative right yeah. like which just means like I think you have uh you don't again, to use the same word, you don't reflexively oppose anything conservative, Mm -hmm. right? Like, so people will say, there's a lot of people who, especially Hollywood, is very consistent with that vibe of republicanism. Like, I I would put it it like, you'd put basically like, if you looked at a a line and you had uh, on one end, Chris Christie, uh, and on the other end, like, Roger Stone, like, in between there is where a lot of Hollywood is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of that like Giuliani sort of level of Republican, where you're tough on terrorism, maybe you, uh, you know, uh, you t- you're you good. We're good with police. Right. Like there's yeah. that, that sort of that, that's the kind of vibe I think a lot of like entertainers. You wouldn't mind to.
1: paying lower taxes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like there's some arguments to be mm-hmm. made. Like you, you maybe want to, you know, you're tougher on the border. But there's like a, a big swath of it where, you know, like individual, liber- it's more of strongman republicanism. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's what Trump obviously represents. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't know that I would call him a conservative, um, but uh, it would be interesting. I will say, sure. Could he win? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, anybody could. I think anybody who has any level of celebrity can win a campaign now. I think that's where we are in the United States. Because, I mean, you yeah. immediately are going to break through all those barriers of trying to get noticed and... And, uh, you know, I mean, I think at some point we will get to that idiocracy where, like, a wrestler... I mean... We've already had good, that. Good heavens, a wrestler is president. He was yeah, out, he was he's, on the he's been it Yeah. Good heavens, it's already happened. Plus,
1: we've had another very well-known wrestler be a governor of a state. Yep. Uh, so, it's crazy times. And, you know, that's why... A we a weightlifter
5: become governor.
1: We, we talk about every, <laughs> every day, we talk about how crazy our times have gotten. And it's just... You know, maybe eventually you'll take this to heart, and because and I, I know you're thinking about it and it does make sense to you, but sometimes you just think, yeah, I'll do that sometime. Now is the time to take care of being self reliant and, and having an emergency supply of food for you and your family.
3: Yeah, this is actually why I, I bought a gun. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is uh, not, uh, as far as I know, uh, you know, the fine folks at my Patriot Supply do not sell firearms. However, the thinking is a little bit the same. I kept thinking about that moment where, like, someone breaks into your house and you're sitting there, like, under the Mm -hmm. bed, cowering with nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, Oh, I wanted to get a gun five million times, and I never did it. That's exactly what did. That's uh, why I bought it. That's why I bought, why I got, bought it. It really had nothing to do with actual defense. It was me feeling stupid in the mm-hmm. moment when I had nothing. Yeah. That, <laughs> but I bought
1: an AR-15, and then later I was thinking, why did I get a, an AR-15
3: to defend my hand? I'm probably, yeah, I don't really, maybe I should have gotten a handgun. a handgun, yeah.
2: Uh, um, so, but so, but I I this is
3: the same thing. If, right now, you're thinking to yourself, well, I have food in my pantry. I don't mm. need survival food. But mm-hmm. when that huge event happens and uh, the food uh, chain is. Stores are closed, uh, banks food are closed, lines are all,
1: ATMs have dried up.
3: Yep. Uh, and there's no food coming to town for weeks. Into civilization, you're going to be sitting there, ah, oh, stupid patent stew show. I watched it every day for six months, and every day they told me to buy 102 survival food servings for only $99, <laughs> ship free, every day, and I didn't actually do it. You're going to be pissed off at yourself that wow. moment. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm
1: talking. we're talking about breakfast, lunch, dinner. It includes the really great new Southwest Savory Rice. Uh, this stuff lasts a long time, 25 years in storage. Yeah, do it once and don't have to do it again for 25 it's years. It's less than a buck of serving. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go wrong. 888-411-5290. Call them now. 888-411-5290. Or just go to preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Hey. Hey. That's triple eight seven two seven back. Um, we, you know what I? Uh, we haven't played yet, but I really like, uh, and I don't think we've even talked about it. Is Dana Lash's
3: NRA ad? Oh, the one where she calls for revolution. You mean the one where she calls for, I don't know, everyone that's not white to be killed? Is that yeah, the one? That one. No. Is that the no, one I you're talking about? An, I thought that was an interesting ad, too. I was surprised to see data basically ad- advocate <laughs> right? for the shooting of everyone that's not her. Is that what she advocated? I Watch <laughs> the
1: video. Have you seen right, it? Let's, let's watch it. Jeez.
6: They use hmm. their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place.
1: That's a great yeah, powerful, that is powerful strongly worded uh, one minute of truth.
6: I didn't hear Absolutely the call true. for
1: assassination. Yeah, I thought they I were didn't in, right in there. I didn't. Well, I, no, didn't I didn't hear any racism I whatsoever.
3: Well, I, I heard her say that other people were racist. Yes. I didn't hear her that say anything make racist. not her
1: a racist, however.
3: Well, that's something we should tell the media about, Glenn. Uh, yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. Just, right.
1: Right. Just <laughs> sort of Which we back did at the time, yeah, but yeah, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> here's Black Lives Matters. Uh, black Lives Matter response uh, to the Dana ad.
0: They use their guns to assassinate black people. They use their schools to funnel black <laughs> students through a school-to-prison pipeline. They use their state institutions, politicians, business conglomerates and white supremacist domestic terrorists to incite violence over and over again and then they use their new president (laughs) Mm. to enact a law and order administration all to make them shoot first to make them ask questions later make them scream i thought he had a gun in his hand and i feared for my life and he matched the description of a suspect and she was threatening us to shoot and kill Orlando like Castile, mm-hmm. Charlena yeah, Lyles, Keisha Michael, Keith Bercy, and Wakisha Wilson until the only option left okay, is well. for black people to disrupt the systems wow. that keep us oppressed and build the kinds of communities in which we want to live. And when really? that happens, they'll use it as an excuse to kill more of us. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our communities and our struggle for freedom is is to fight this violence with the raised, clenched black fist of resistance. We are Black Lives Matter, and we are freedom's future place. And you're
1: Marxists and
0: communists is what you are. What's with the aggressive, fear-mongering video tactics? Someone cut the music and bring up the lights. Uh, Better. We're talking about our lives here. When the NRA issues a public call to their constituents inciting violence against people that's who are constitutionally fighting what they did. for their lives, no, that's we not don't what take they that did. lightly. We know that we are not safe, but we are not scared either. We will continue to produce media, teach students, march, and protest and to lie. not only protect the First Amendment as fiercely as the NRA protects the Second, but to protect our lives from gun-toting racists. We demand the NRA immediately yes. remove their dangerous propaganda videos narrated by conservative talk radio hosts Dana Lash and Grant Stinchfield.
1: Wow. I mean, they they just continue mm. to perpetuate the lies over and over and over again until it's just... I I mean, I I, what an utterly
3: funny, uh, hilarious thing to do is to bring up the Constitution on that side of the argument. It's like you are completely (laughs) ignorant. The whole NRA argument is a constitutional argument. And the BLM, the
1: the Black Lives Matter, their entire platform, if you look at it, is anti-Constitution. It's fascist. It's Marxist. It's... It's ridiculous what she had to say there. I, I mean, love to. Like, ridiculous.
3: You need to respect the First Amendment as much as you respect the second. By the way, that means take down your videos. Yeah, right. Wait, what? Like you're saying <laughs> the, the <laughs> right. way to protect the First Amendment is to silence the other side? Yes. Of course, the answer to that is yes. For, uh, them, it is. Exactly For them, it is. That's exactly what they're.
1: For them, it is. They want to be the only ones speaking. They want to be the only ones whining about things. And, you know... I, I mean, they've had that forum for a long time, and they they like that place. And so, when somebody answers back with some truth, it really
3: obviously upset them mm-hmm. quite a bit. Really made an impact that ad uh, with Dana.
1: I mean, if they can name four people, and when you look into what actually happened to the four people shot by police, it's usually not what they say it is. It's usually, usually. yeah, usually usually uh, a justified shooting. Um, and if you'd ever look into the facts of the case, blacks aren't even targeted more by police than whites are. No, actually, less. I mean, they, they less. showed that officers in, less. In, in
3: several studies showed that they would act, were actually less likely to pull the trigger. But,
1: but do any facts matter to them? No,
3: no of course not. No. Um, and by the way, uh, it would be we should just we should just go through like the archives because uh, I don't I don't play these games. I, I don't play these racial games. I don't know the names of four specific white people who have been killed, but I could find them easily oh, yes. because they've been killed many many times. Um, uh, In fact, more of them are killed in the United States than black people. Um, So it would be interesting to kind of go through that and just pull out four random names. And when they don't Mm -hmm. know the details, act as if they hate white people. Because that is what we get here is every time like you they Mm -hmm. oh, what about uh, here's some names you probably haven't heard. Philander Castile. Well, how about Jim Tent? Jim Tent was murdered last week. Did you know about him? I don't know who that is. But if it was, (laughs) it's it's, because I don't do that. Who does that? Yeah, and we saw this with um, uh, the ESPYs last year. I, I, did anyone watch the ESPYs this year? I, it, just yeah, it, it just aired.
2: It did just on. happen.
3: Yeah. But it was last year, and they had, like, Carmelo Anthony and, like, Chris Paul on stage at right. Big NBA. I think LeBron was one of them. Standing mm-hmm. up on stage going,
1: uh, Bill Connors,
3: Ted Smith, and the list goes on. That's right. The list goes on. Like, why... We all obviously could, If you a long list of names is going to sound like some, some gigantic problem. But when you look at it statistically, I mean, while anybody dying in a way they should not die is a problem and something that we treat seriously, as a societal issue, it does not exist. Right. It does we're, not, ta- we're talking systemic does not exi- racism right. in the police forces
1: across the nation.
3: And again, when I say it does not exist, it's, it does not exist as you would compare it to any other society in world history. Uh-huh. Yeah, does it exist? Is there Are there people who are there? Uh, are there certain departments that do things they shouldn't? You know, I'm sure. Uh, and we've seen some anecdotal evidence of that here and there. But really, at this point in our society, we've done better than anyone has ever done on Earth. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just don't even under, I, I, honestly, like, this idea uh, that this should be pushed and proposed as a main issue when every statistic on earth shows it is not a major issue. It's a major issue because if you're a kid, it's just like, a, like, you could say the same thing. And I think, honestly, we'd be fair admitting this. Um, Charlie Gard, for example, is, is an issue that moves us to emotion. And it makes me worry about where we're going, okay? It's an example of where we're going. And we could pull out examples. We could talk about Terry Schiavo. We could talk about the family up in Boston that we we discussed uh, at length at the time. There are examples of this, and our society is moving in that direction. So it is worth highlighting. However, there is not a systemic current problem with babies being executed with possibilities of other treatment in other countries, It's not a systemic problem. It's a signal of a potential systemic problem. So we should talk about it. They act as if uh, every black person walks down the street and gets shot at. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just not true. It's not true in our society. And man, thank God. It's like when global warming people are like, oh, wait, well, do you see this? Uh, The big glaciers breaking off uh, uh, in an iceberg in in Antarctica. This is horrible global warming. Uh, This actually had nothing to do with global warming. Aww. Isn't this good? The point is, if you think global warming's so terrible, you should be excited at the fact that this is just an absolutely normal occurrence and has nothing to do with global warming. That should excite you. You should Mm. be thrilled about it. But they never are.
1: No. 888 727 More patents, too, is uh, inevitable. Patents too. 888 727 Beck. Connecticut just did something uh, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, this is a, uh, this is a good, uh, this is a great development, I, I think. And I, I don't know why other states haven't done this, but they just banned civil forfeiture without a criminal conviction. So the state
3: can't come and take your stuff. Uh, unless you've been convicted of a crime. Yep. Under the new law, in order to permanently confiscate property with civil forfeiture, which is like, you know, again, the police, like, if they say you have a drug issue and you get convicted, they can take this, you take take it take stuff, right? I hate that. Man, I hate that. Well, oh, um, Jeff, this is a big passion issue so for Jeff. Oh, wait, my
5: mic was on. I'm yes,
1: sorry. it was. Um, the uh, last time we talked about this, there was a couple driving through uh, Texas, right? Yeah. And, and some sheriff stopped him, found $10,000 or whatever,
3: and took it.
2: Yeah, and, and just, just took just it, took
3: it. And, and and not, and this is not a, with a conviction, without a conviction. It was without a crime, it was without, without a, a crime. The they guy, even the guy like, wasn't even in jail. You know, they just drove drove away without their money. She just said that's that's probably from drugs. We're gonna take it. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and they did. Um, so under the new law, in order to permanently confiscate <clears throat> property with civil forfeiture, the the property must first be seized in connection to either a lawful arrest or lawful search that results in an arrest. Uh, yeah. yeah. If yes. prosecutors do not secure a gu- guilty verdict, a plea bargain or a dismissal from finishing a pretrial diversion program, the government must return the property to its rightful owner. And that's what's incredible. This is not even hardcore. Think about it. What they're saying is you have stuff on you that they it's not, it doesn't even have to be in association with a crime. You don't have to be even ha- be d- done anything wrong. And then if you're exonerated of the crime, you go to trial, like, say, Jeffy gets a drug charge, goes to trial <laughs> and is exonerated. They don't have to give him a stuff back. What? Like that is insanity. Like I cannot believe that is. It's one of those things that just can't be possible in America, and I assume will be fixed soon. It's like um, uh, eminent domain in in New London, the Mm Kelo case. Mm -hmm. Another one I would put up there is for if you want a nice little left wing one, uh, the drug um, disparity between crack and cocaine. Yes. And it's like you know, like these things make no sense. And America tends to sort those things out uh, when Mm -hmm. the, the public becomes aware of them. Um, People who believe the right thing wind up getting elected. It just doesn't, it's not immediate, and a lot of times that pisses people off. Um, Obviously, you could point at the same thing with uh, racial issues in the past. You could talk about uh, all sorts of wrongs that eventually get righted by America. It takes some time, um, but that is, I mean, this one was righted in 1791. This, it's absolutely <laughs> unconstitutional to take people's crap when you pull them over mm-hmm. and be like, all right, see you later, and just keep it. Like, that's that is not even remotely close to constitutional. No, that's like Soviet. That's, that's
1: Nazi stuff there. That's not America. Uh, also, <clears throat> if you have uh, any concern, if you care at all about our planet, what you'll do is uh, have fewer children. Okay. What was that? You have fewer children if you want to save our planet. I. Uh, do you want to save our planet? Sure. How many kids uh, sure. do you have? You I have, have two. two. You have two. Yeah, I have the one. Get and rid the of one. one. Get rid of. Get one. rid of one. What would I do with it? I don't know. Get uh, board it. Board it. Abort it.
3: Like, in the, like oh, in the. Oh, abort it. Okay, I thought you said abort it like a dog. No, abort Abort it. it. Okay. Um, well, it's it's already been <clears> born. <throat> uh, it's four years old and six years old, so I think. Is, is it aware of its uh, consciousness?
2: Uh, yeah, no. Quite. No, it's not. Yeah, quite. No. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're,
3: very <laughs> <consciousness>. <laughs> <laughs> they're very aware of their consciousness. I we've talked many
1: times about your kids, and now you need to have them checked. Have you met them? It's for this very reason. They don't have consciousness yet. All right. That's a new study released. Uh, in environmental research letters, points out four high-impact actions you can take right now to be kinder to Mother Earth. And one of them, of course, is uh, have, have less children. One fewer child per family, and then we're all set. I, I think we're barely doing the replenish rate, right? Yeah, Aren't we barely level, huh? keeping the replacement level going? If, so if you were to have one fewer child, and everybody did this, We'd be extinct within about 75 to 100 years.
3: So good luck with that. <laughs> it's a weird, so, I mean, uh, environmentalists have a real, um, uh, they get tempted, honestly, uh, pretty often to tell people to stop doing things they love. <laughs> you know, like yes. they're always like, oh, you know, the big problem is big screen TVs. You know what I promise? (laughs) Flights to vacation spots. (laughs) We're going to stop people from having nice, luxurious, fast cars. Air conditioning needs to be turned off. Homes should be 100 square feet. It's like, uh, (laughs) no no one likes you. (laughs) Do you realize that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cheaper food imported from far
1: away. Bad. Let me tell you something. If that's the only way to save the planet, the planet's not worth saving.
3: No, that's why we like the planet in the first place. That's why. Because of big screen TVs. Yeah. That's why we're here. Okay. The rest of it kind of sucks. (laughs) They go out, hey, look at this field. It's got a bunch of trees. So what? I don't want a tree. I I can't be entertained by the tree. I can't watch an NFL game on a tree. No. I want it on a big screen TV. Get (laughs) out of my way.
1: (laughs) These people are nuts. And then I I also like this movement too. A uh, satanic monument is being installed on public property. Uh, for the first
3: time <laughs> in United States history. Oh, we're pulling that for a Garth bunk. I like this movie, by the way. A satanic move. <laughs> we're
1: totally I mean, it's unbelievable. Garth we're tearing bunk down old.
3: all the uh,
5: Confederate statues, but we're going to let the yes. Get this but one you're right. going to be able to put up a
1: satanic temple. Uh, it's they're going to put up a black cube adorned with pentagrams. And up in an upturned helmet uh, slated to go up in a Veterans Memorial Park in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. This is just incomprehensible to me.
3: Well, and it's. It's,
1: it's religious freedom, they claim. Bullcrap.
3: Right. Stop uh, it. And this is a rule, I think. Stop Pat, it. Pat, and tell me if you think this rule is wrong. 95% of Satanists are atheists trying to make a point. Yes. That's they're just probably like, true. they just that's say true. they're atheists because they want to say, well, are you okay with Satan? That is Satan religion? <laughs> All right. Thank you for your point. It's so well thought out. Uh, you know, I get it. I get the, I get the, uh, it's, but it's almost never real. They're like, there's not like actual Satanists. You're like, I really would like to get this monument up. Can we get this up? <laughs> it really, yeah, like, Great. No, I think it's
1: always to make a point. It's always, it's always, to, always some to, dumb point. to tamp down Christianity. That's what it's always about. Mm-hmm. It's always about, well, you get a Christmas tree, we are we are we demand our equal rights on that. You don't have equal rights on that. There's nothing that says, if a Christmas tree is put up, Satanists must be allowed to do the same thing. There's nothing like that. Yeah, that good doesn't planning exist. Clause they, does, yeah, they, they sure that. believe that, though. I mean, <laughs> that's good what planning clause in the Constitution. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. what they were
5: doing in Florida, right? I mean, that they're at the state yeah, house and they you have don't the have satanic. To. You don't they, have to do that. Unbelievable.
1: unbelievable. No. It's nonsense. It doesn't, the First Amendment, read it someday, you, you know. Take surprise. those
5: Ten Commandments down and put the devil statue up. Yeah,
1: right I mean, now.
3: I mean, really? I mean, to be frank, the Constitution really doesn't say anything about state-level stuff. No. It, other than the fact that the states have the rights, if we don't say that we have them, what it says about state-level rights as is as associated with religion, it just says Congress can't make a law. Right. Uh, it doesn't say it doesn't even talk about like what your governor can do.
1: And not allowing Satanists to put up their stupid thing, uh, their their evil little platform to make some point, uh, that doesn't have anything to do with Congress making a law. No, I mean in fact And it's it so... doesn't infringe on your right to worship. You can
3: still worship Satan on your own time. Go ahead. Yep, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Um, Whatever. It, it, uh, it's uh, in fact Craziness, they were so man. clear on that Crazy. point that when the Constitution went through, Massachusetts had and maintained after this a state religion. Yeah. Massachusetts had a state religion. That's what prompted the Thomas
1: Jefferson letter that everybody refers to and thinks it's in the Constitution, when it's just really in this
3: letter to a Baptist minister mm-hmm. talking about the state religion thing. And what was he worried about? Was he worried um, that, uh, that the, uh, the uh, religion would get in the way of the state? No. no. He was worried about states getting in the way of religions. <laughs> yes, That is what he was concerned about when he said yes. separation of church and state. I mean, it's one thing to say you disagree with Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson, and uh, you don't care what the founders thought because you're new and you're smarter and you're evolved, you can at least make that point and you can amend the Constitution mm-hmm. to reflect it someday. However, to quote Thomas Jefferson as if he's agreeing with you is bonkers. That's a constitutional term, bonkers. It's
1: in the, uh, I think it's in the good real estate clause, isn't it? It is not it Yeah. Did I you think know the only realtors
3: is. can read that? What? Yeah, it's true. Because only realtors can be a part of the National oh, that's Association why, yeah, of yeah, right. Realtors. Okay. <laughs>
1: It makes perfect sense then. More patents <laughs> too coming up in the Why?
3: Why can't talk show hosts be
1: members of the National Association of are Realtors? They, are
3: they Realtors? No. Oh, no only Realtors can oh, be uh, part, part, of, the of, really be a part <laughs> of the National Association of Realtors. I really want to be a part of
1: the National Association of Realtors. I. That Jeffy found It felt like sharing with
5: us so we don't have to talk anymore. So, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf uh, Shia LaDouche, <laughs> uh, back at it again. He's really enlightened uh,
1: us on some things that are so. He has. He was arrested at uh, <laughs> 4 a.m. on Saturday
5: outside a hotel in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, charged with public drunkenness, oh. disorderly conduct, mm-hmm. and obstruction. And there are several videos making the rounds. In fact, sure let's are. play one of them right now. Alrighty.
7: an American, hold on, hold on. Come on, you got me in
8: my hotel, arresting me mean, in my hotel for to doing to what, sir? Let's go.
7: Yo, you really got these cuffs on me heavy, bro? I'll, I'll fix and your, your t-
8: Let me out. Listen, can we talk, me and you?
7: No, we can't talk. Nothing. Listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not the one that's American. Okay. I'll pay my get these <laughs> off my <laughs> arms.
9: So, so we're not gonna have a conversation? No.
2: Okay. You
7: gonna put these okay. off my arms, or you be? Who you fighting for? Mm-hmm. You got a president that don't give a about you, and you stuck in a police force that don't give a about you. So you want to arrest bl- right white right? people who give a shit, who ask for cigarettes? <laughs> I came up to you trying to be nice, you stupid. I came up to you asking for a cigarette, you dumb not Why would I ask for a cigarette if I was racist, you stupid?
2: What? Racists don't ask for you cigarettes? No. no. I okay. said a word. And then you arrested me, you
7: dumb <laughs> f- They got cameras everywhere, <laughs> you dummy. I got more millionaire lawyers than you, you know what to bro. do with, you <laughs> stupid b- <laughs> I'm from it, you dummy.
2: Okay.
5: Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, this is not good. No, it is
3: not. Man,
2: just look that way. This, this is Mel no Gibson
3: sure. level uh, crazy, Pretty close.
2: Right? Well, you know,
3: how long did it am take Rob you know, Gibson to come back
7: from that? Well, the guy's... Why am I in
1: the guy's been in full-fledged meltdown for yes. quite yeah. a while. Well, he is now... Quite a while. Uh,
5: he's... he's uh, he finally admitted to something, right? Social mediaed his, uh, his apology. Did he? Yeah,
3: uh, actually, there's something I liked about his apology. Yes. Because um, he went out, we did not show the part, the real controversial part where he was saying that the black guy was going to go to hell because yes, he's black. Yes, for being
5: black, he was yeah. uh, his he's wife. going to hell because you're black. Oh, uh,
3: Oh, we do
1: have that? Okay, let so Yeah. You can place right on a thumb
2: for you
9: to It's real. It, it's not nice, but it's real.
2: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's going
3: to hell because he's a black man. We've covered a, very, a lot of racism over the years. I've never yeah, heard the weird. claim you go to hell if you're black. I, I haven't either. I will that's say I've never never heard that one. Before. I
5: am deeply ashamed of my behavior and make no excuses for it. I don't know if these statements are too frequent or not shared often enough, but I'm certain that my actions warrant a very sincere apology to the arresting officers and I am grateful for their restraint. The severity of my behavior is not lost on me. My outright disrespect for authority is problematic, to say the least, and completely destructive, to say the worst. It is a new low, a low I hope is a bottom. I have been struggling with addiction publicly, for far too long, True. and I'm actively taking steps towards securing my sobriety. And hope I can be forgiven for my
3: mistakes. That's really nice. I, I actually like. That's I, actually a pretty good apology. There's something about uh, my outright disrespect for authority is problematic to say the least, and completely destructive to say the worst. Like he's recognizing this is not a minor, you know, right. mm-hmm. this is a systemic problem in his life. Yeah. P.S. Without everybody, won't read that.
5: He did do a PS? No, he did not do a PS. Oh. Why he did, did you interrupt twice if you were going to read it? He did not do a PS. I want to know what you have a joke there that you think is good. No, it's not good, though. It's not good, Stu, and I'm editing myself. You should be happy. Wow, impressive. You should be happy. Impressive. You should all be right. happy. Also, uh, the new Emmy nominations are out. Yeah, yeah. We have like zero time for the Emmy nominations. How many did there's... we get? Just,
3: just give us the summary of Pat and Stu. How Pat many and Stu Emmy nominations. All together now.
5: With yeah, all the categories. So do I have to carry the one? Yeah. We have a few seconds. Uh-huh. Carry the one. Let's get to it. Uh, zero. Oh, wait.
1: All right. Uh, one of the greatest developments in uh, the history of mankind has just occurred. Can we can we get the shot of this? Uh, McDonald's Cancer has been. No, what? McDonald's is. That cancer uh, hasn't been. Cured. No. Well, I don't know about well, that. You said the greatest. Right. Yes. McDonald's is launching a cheese and bacon fry dish in the United States of America. And there it is. That's what it looks like. Loaded bacon and cheese basket of fries. And today,
3: being National <laughs> French it's Fry the Day. the greatest
1: development of all
3: time. Look at that. Serves two.
1: Yeah right. yeah, right.
3: It serves two. My butt. What's that, about 800 calories, you think, for that puppy? A 1,000? How easy?
1: Because so? because just the regular fries probably have what eight hundred. A
3: large fry has six something, I think. So, oh, is it? Uh, but you put cheese sauce and bacon on there, and that says it serves two though. So that would be more than cheese more sauce than and
1: bacon. That's got to be, I don't know, eighteen hundred <laughs> calories. My kid
3: uh, Zach yesterday. I don't like to think about that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Delete, delete the last few seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My son Zach yesterday, we were talking around the dinner table, and he uh, mentioned to me um, uh, or asked me the question. Um, is your favorite food cheesy sauce?
2: Which I thought was a really
3: revealing thing about my life. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's seen me eat so much queso. He (laughs) believes my favorite food is cheesy sauce, and he's right.
5: That's really funny.
3: It's actually accurate. See,
5: he was actually probably trying to say, is your favorite food that bougie sauce? is really what he was trying to say. No, Oh I God. I don't, I don't think you God. Was. If that ki-
3: the kid turns into Jeffy.
1: Oh well then you gotta go. you gotta abort him.
5: <laughs>
3: I think you might at that point. Yeah, Three ninety nine, by the way, for this. That's a pretty good deal, I think. Three ninety nine for a basket of basket cheese fries. Now I will say Wendy's attempted this um, not too long ago. I don't know if they saw oh, it on did? the menu. Um, they had uh, they had a, well, they had a couple different versions, but they had a ghost pepper fries. Oh right. Um, where they put the hot, you know, pepper Yeah, but it wasn't
1: there. the real ghost pepper. Ghost pepper right, sauce. Those so, are
3: yeah, because ghost peppers are the ghost third peppers. highest, uh, hottest uh, it's pepper. It's
1: like 10 million Kelvin or whatever yeah, whatever, whatever, the, that whatever that measurement that measure is. is. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a lot.
3: The Carolina Reaper is hotter, and there's one other one that might be hotter. But these ghost peppers are supposedly hotter than, like, habaneros. Um, oh, yeah. Like, you know, supposedly way hotter. But So everyone makes ghost pepper sauce now, which ghost pepper sauce, of course, is not nearly as, uh, you know, crazy. Potent. It's just kind of spicy. I will say yeah. the Wendy's one, I, I tried them at one point, and they were just like... That's moderately spicy. Like, it was like not even, you know, oh, really? it's not ghost peppers. Uh, but, uh, look, cheese sauce is one of those things. And uh, as someone whose own son recognizes uh, his dad's love for cheese sauce, I think I'm an expert on this. I try basically every queso I can get my hands on. I love um, queso, too. I'm, you know, look, you see me. <clears throat> this is why I look like this. Um, but I will say that there, it's almost impossible to fully screw up cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. The only place capable of doing it is the movie theater. Um, which can somehow serve cheese sauce that's a billion calories and tastes like nothing. I don't know how they do it. It's mm-hmm. it's really an incredible achievement. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like you took they have it has all the physical characteristics of cheese sauce, but does not taste like cheese at all. <laughs> it tastes like nothing. It's like li- li- like liquid plastic that is put on top of uh, Tostitos. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it, because it really should be, I mean, gas stations have the same type of stuff, where that button, like the button, and like there's always a little cheese dripping off the bottom, mm-hmm. and you press the button, and like the hot cheese sauce comes out, and you taste it, and it tastes like nothing, but it's pretty rare, so I would think McDonald's is going to do a pretty good job with this. Now, McDonald's has had cheese sauce before. They put it on, on like patty melts, and um, they've had different burgers mm. over the years that have had cheese sauce on it uh, long enough ago that I remember eating them, um, So uh, and it was pretty freaking good, so I, I would imagine this is going to be pretty good.
5: Now, this has been available internationally. For the past few years, oh really? Both permanent and limited. And Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, uh, serving size uh, is 440 calories, so 880
1: 880
3: for the whole thing, which is what you're going to eat, obviously.
5: (laughs) Serving size—that's
1: how they get around it. That's not bad to say that serves two when you know it's only for one.
3: Cheese fries are a thousand. (laughs) You got to you got to price in a thousand calories for cheese fries. You do, yeah. Yeah, Especially throwing bacon on there too. I mean, that's a lot. So uh, there you go. Um, I, I'm not
1: that big a fan of McDonald's. I think I've mentioned before. Yes. I'm not really into their food, but and, and their fries have this weird reputation as if they're fantastic. Yeah. They're
3: not. They're not I mean, look at that. They're just these skinny little Crispy things. Yeah. I, I used to like their fries. I don't eat them anymore. I mean, they're actually, you know, they're no longer on my little uh, bougie diet, uh, which um, means they're actually made with beef. Oh, yeah. Which is a very strange thing they and do they started, with their fries. Right. There's, they um, started right. cooking them differently, too,
5: or something, right? Because the taste is different over well, the last...
3: Yeah, I don't know. So Does they stop
5: the, cooking the, them really? in beef?
1: Maybe.
3: No, I don't think so. Because it was some. It might have been a trans fat issue. Yeah, was the, or, yeah, it was they, the they dealt with. I don't know. They had a big problem many years ago with like um, Buddhists or Hindus, which ones don't eat meat? I don't remember. Both? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they apparently, I think they sued because uh, they didn't disclose that there was beef in their fries. Just a weird thing to put in fries. Well, you should have But people that, love them so. What's that? You should have jumped on that. I was before, unfortunately. I would have totally got into the frivolous lawsuit. Like, how about <laughs> mm. just to have them disclose it? Let's like, be honest about it. Like, if, they were, if you have some evidence they were hiding it over a long period right. of time, it's one thing to, like, say, like, they mm. totally wanted to get more vegetarians to go to the restaurant, so they didn't say this. But it's like, <laughs> if they just didn't disclose it, like, uh, you know, you're kind of annoyed. Maybe they should give you a gift certificate. I don't know. Let's not go too crazy. I guess if it's religious though, it would be kind of a big deal. I mean if like if you were getting like if you something you want to bluebell ice cream all the time and you find out there was coffee in it, you'd probably be pretty pissed. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. guess maybe there's something there. Um uh this isn't exactly a religion, but I would say the the fervor on the debate is pretty much at religious levels. Uh, we've talked about it here. Are hot dogs sandwiches or not? No. They're um, not sandwiches. No. The Merriam Webster says the hot dog is a sandwich. Um <clears throat> liars she's going to hell liars uh, i don't she, know i mean it's got a bun it's got meat in the middle of it yeah.
1: i think right, miriam wasn't miriam a man i don't know <laughs> I, don't think been a man. <laughs> I think so uh, yeah, Joey, anyways.
3: i believe so joey chestnut you'd say pretty much the expert on all <laughs> hot dog so, related items uh, uh yeah. has come up with a, an official ruling on this he eats 72 hot dogs uh dunked in water at nathan's that's so gross uh and he said no it is not a sandwich. Oh, well, that settles see? it for all time right I think I, I, I would tend to agree it. it's not a sandwich, although I can't actually articulate why. It yeah, just me isn't. neither. It's it like, just doesn't seem like one. It's like the pornography thing, you know, when you see it. Right, Jeffy? That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, this, is, this one is very important to me. Um, Lay's has this contest every year where they try to invent new flavors. And as you know, whichever one's win will be on spoons. Um, we will be do, taste testing them at some point in the future. Uh, so they had the 10... Um, flavors that are in the finalist category. I think there's a vote mm. here. If you go to uh, Lays.com, I think you can vote um, on this. Okay. The semifinalists get $10,000. Runner-ups will get $50,000. And grand prize winner gets a million-dollar uh, check, which is pretty great. Um, so here are the flavors that have made it. And uh, tell me which one you would like. Jeffy, uh, I would like to get your input on this, too, because you know, it's food. Um, <laughs> bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper potato chips. Lay's mm, toasted oof. ravioli potato chips. What? Lay's toasted ravioli? Lay's wavy avocado toast. Ugh. That one sounds terrible. Uh-huh. Lay's kettle cooked everything bagel with cream cheese. That's interesting. Lay's Nashville hot chicken. Mm. Lay's wavy fried green tomato. Yeah. Lay, lay, uh, Lay's kettle cooked smoked gouda and honey.
1: That sounds pretty mm. good. Mm-hmm. That was suggested by somebody in Saratoga Springs, Utah.
3: Huh? That is that is true. Uh, the wavy avocado the,
1: toast one was, was
3: no, I don't suggested by you. somebody from
1: Rancho Cucamonga, California. Don't act like you
3: care about anybody else. You only cared about the Utah one and you know it. Uh, Lay's wavy spinach artichoke dip. Lay's crispy taco. Uh, that one's from someone in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, I was just about to mention yeah. that.
8: No, you weren't. Yeah, like and, the
3: Seattle, Washington one you're
1: about to mention. Lay's Sloppy Joe. Yeah. So let's go through this. Uh, can, Lay's Sloppy Joe sounds like that. You couldn't eat that, though, right? I, I probably they could. They use actual Sloppy like, Joe. Sounds like somebody it, from Seattle would Pringles eat that.
3: had a chicken taco one that came out a while ago that was vegetarian It was delicious. Oh, okay. um, so let me give you this. So, so give me, yes, uh, can you pick a three off of here that you'd really like to try? Yes. Because I think uh, toasted ravioli, I think, would be very interesting to me. I like toasted raviolis quite a bit. Big fan of that as an appetizer. Um, fried green tomato, I think, would be really delicious. Uh, and I think, uh, I mean, Sloppy Joe, Crispy Taco. Artich- I mean, spinach artichoke chip is an interesting one because it's obviously something you already dip chips in. Um, but I'm surprised that doesn't exist. The smoked gouda and honey makes that me. That one? Um, yeah, yes. From I'm Saratoga in. Springs, Utah. Uh, I'd go with that
1: one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> very near BYU. I know, so, Pat, and I know
3: why you said it.
1: <laughs> All right, so I'd go with that one. I would also try the, uh, there was a chicken one here. Yeah, Lay's Nashville hot chicken. And that sounds pretty good. And then uh, maybe the bacon-wrapped jalapeno pepper, popper, maybe. I don't know. That, that one could be really good.
5: Everything know. bagel with cream
3: cheese. Yeah, I'm not from Palm City, one. Florida. Absolutely, try that. I, uh, that sounds uh, really sounds good. That sounds really good. I certainly like those as a thing. I just don't know. if A chip sounds a little weird. The I gouda and with.
5: honey might be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, that it's from I, Utah. The, the winner
3: gets a million dollars. Pretty good. One million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, hers uh, company, who is in like Pennsylvania, Philly area, has a cheese curl, which is a jalapeno popper cheese curl. hmm Delicious. Jalapeno popper, and another one they have, which is does not necessarily sound great on its on its uh, surface, but I think you might like it after, after your Utah rant. Here is they have a, um, a che- uh, honey cheese curl, so it's like is yeah, those there's are a hun- good. Those That's are really good. good. Are I real like good. both of those a lot, and mm-hmm. I you know I'm, cheese curls I'm, I'm into, as you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, where okay. you, it's where at least the third chin comes from is our cheese curls, um, but the, when you get the Man, there's so much good stuff. We live in such a great freaking time. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's 10 flavors of chips. And with the exception of the avocado toast one, I mean, that's an absolute no for me. Yeah, me too. too Outside of that, I'm in on on almost everything. Pretty good. Um, There's a new um, uh, story that came out about um, the top 10 bad beverage ideas. And we are all, look, it's the last show of the week for us. Uh, We're all about food and movies at this point. We've got a good, really good, exciting uh, taste test coming up on spoons. These uh, Top ten, I'm going to give you some of these. Um, First of all, we'll start with New Coke. Now, New Coke is the most obvious one, probably, uh, you'd think of. You know the story there. Coke is one of the most popular beverages of all time. They They do taste tests to see if they can improve their product because they're worried about Pepsi passing them, which Pepsi had not done at that time. Um, But they were worried about it, so they just taste tested. Nor has it done it since. Right. And they found that, okay, you know what? This version of Coke actually winds up testing better in blind taste tests than does um, the uh, normal uh, Coke variety. So they just switched it, got rid of the old one, put the new one in. In some ways, it kind of made sense, right? This is an old product. People have new tastes. Mm -hmm. Let's try it. Uh, The revolt was instant and huge. In fact, so bad, it only lasted, when the, the Coke Classic was off the market. It was not called Coke Classic Coke at that point. But they took it off the market for a very short time, brought it back as Coke Classic, and left both on the market. So there was new Coke and Coke Classic. They eventually renamed um, uh, Coke, um, the new Coke, to Coke 2, which lasted for a short About I think I actually have a Coke 2 um, and it can outside, Is it just outside gone too? now? And it's, is, oh, yeah, it's been gone for a long yeah, time. Uh, did they say when they t- actually took it off the market on this one? I don't see it. Hey, hey, Marissa, would you check and see if we have a Coke 2 um, in the, stu- the Stuseum, uh, which exists outside? Um, so, uh, yeah, they, they eventually got rid of it. And Obviously, it's known as one of the biggest marketing failures of all time, um, which is kind of interesting. We have another part of that story here coming up in just a second. Um, do you remember Vio? Vio? Milk and cookies, milk and honey, milk and cereal, milk gets around, but the latest coupling with carbonation and fruit flavors in Coca-Cola's Vio drink. Oh, yeah, that's dumb. That sounds terrible. Carbonated, Carbonated mil- milk?
1: No. No, thank you. No.
3: I mean, it wasn't that
1: bad. That's a, yeah, Did you it was, have it? No, on. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it. it's,
3: it's, this reads as if it's new.
1: Ugh. Then the chorus tried uh, Rocky Mountain Sparkling Water. Apparently that didn't work out very well. Yeah, uh, I
3: remember, so has uh, got the uh, oh, there you go. bottle. Thank you very much. Uh, this is, oh, this is a new Coke. Nice. Straight up new Coke. No, and no, with no the new is. Coke still in it, obviously. Um, I, I, As you know, the Stuseum, uh, maybe you don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm fascinated with soda, and I also like really weird pop culture items. So I've established a little bit of a museum. But to, to, Does it, does it, I mean, is it David Barton? I mean, yes, it's better than that. <laughs> you know, obviously. Uh, but yeah, this is actual new Coke <laughs> bottle from the time, and with the soda still in it. I think I would die if I drank it, though. I think probably death is... I don't know mm-hmm. why. It's a glass bottle. Maybe it would be okay. Jeffy, try it. Uh, so there you go. New Coke. Okay. On the set. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner soda didn't
1: uh, work out w- really well.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some Yeah, Jones tried this. Jones does weird flavors, though, kind of to be kitschy. You, like you, try, you, wouldn't, like,
1: you wouldn't think you'd want a soda-flavored green bean casserole, No. mashed potatoes, uh, butter, and turkey <laughs> With gravy. It's funny. Uh, it's funny, And I you guess. try them.
3: I, I mean, like around, uh, we, did we do Jones last year? I feel like we've done Jones on Spoon in one time. They That's have the like, crazy fan. flavors and stuff. Uh, Lifesaver's soda is weird. Um, Lifesaver's uh, flavored soda, they tried uh, a few different ones. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a, a disaster. But here, they, are all, they went with all the fruity stuff. Lime punch, grape punch, orange peach, or orange punch, pineapple, and I can't read the top one, really. Fruit punch, maybe? I don't know. Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's not a good idea. Lifesavers. Too, too, too fruity, I think. Too fruity. Uh, True Blood was a promotional series for the series True Blood. Uh, that does not sound like, look at that. That looks really I think good. I actually have one of those at the house. It's kind of a cool looking bottle, actually. Yeah. 100% True My blood. wife was
5: a fan of that show. I think we have some of that at the house.
3: That's just not appetizing, good. though. No, not not Get not a not blood. So Well, if you're a vampire, it is.
5: Looking
1: drink, uh... Uh, then they had um, uh, OK Soda, uh, clearly not having learned a lesson from New Coke. Coke uh, rehired the same marketing yeah, same expert guy. in 1993 to try again. Hey, you failed so miserably yeah. last time. Give it another shot. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> um, and he did. And it was it was bad again. Yeah. We. Uh, Good golly.
3: Uh, really strange. It's I bizarre. actually have uh, an OK Soda right here. Uh, this is again uh, from the Stu'sium. Uh, this is a weird. Mar- so their marketing campaign was kind of like, it was in that time in the '90s where, like, gr- in my memory serves me, like, grunge was big, and like everyone was like, we gotta be real, and they were like, this soda's just you know, whatever. We're not gonna say make crazy claims. It's just okay. So that was kind of their thing, of course. Yeah, they try to be, like, counter, like, against advertising. Weird. Um, You know, like, they just, it's okay, whatever, whatever, you know. We actually have a cool, uh, there's a little documentary on the marketing and the kind of the mental uh, gymnastics they tried to do to make this a workable product. Okay. Let's
8: watch. Okay Soda was a short-lived product from the Coca-Cola company that was released to test markets in 1993. It was created by Sergio Zayman, the man responsible for Coke's most well-known failure, New Coke. In the 80s, Coke did some market research and discovered, at least according to them, that Coca-Cola was the second most well-known term in the world. The first was the term OK. Shooting for number one, this was the starting point for OK Soda, a soda that was heavy on the branding but aimed at a crowd that was fed up with being over-advertised to and manipulated by marketing. Ironically, taking cues from the pop psychology of the preceding decades, such as Thomas Anthony Harris's I'm OK, You're Okay."
9: In the past few weeks, certain documents regarding OK Soda have been declassified. They concern the distinctive taste of OK. Here is one such document.
3: The weird campaign. Very. Um,
8: I mean, it did actually stand out at the time, Mm
3: -hmm. um, which was kind of cool. Um, But uh, here, let's uh, watch a little bit more, part two.
8: Advertising has a clear goal to get you to buy a product. This is often done by associating a feeling or an idea with the product. But what if the idea and the feeling is disillusionment with modern advertising campaigns? Can you subvert something and achieve the same thing that what you're subverting achieves? (laughs) The (laughs) wackiest thing in a box. Ok Soda's marketing campaign still feels unique 14 years later. It stood out in a world of sensational advertising by being distinctly and boldly unsensational.
9: So many of you have asked, is there any quick way to measure my current level of okayness?
8: Brian Lanahan, Coke's manager of Special Projects told Time magazine it underpromises. It doesn't say, this is the next great thing. The soda cans were drab shades of gray with the occasional red. They were covered with illustrations from respected contemporary comic artists, quotes from the OK Manifesto, and coincidences. The cans had a 1 800 number printed on them that you could call to hear a number of pre recorded messages or to record your own testimonial or story about OK Soda.
9: Thanks for being such a devoted caller of the OK Hotline. Please listen closely to this OK Coincidence selected especially for you. And people
2: called it. Hi, I'm Bruce J from Seattle. And during my vacation
4: in LA, a friend offered me some OK Soda. And I turned it down. That was the night before the earthquake. Yikes.
8: But mostly kids (laughs) more interested in fooling around than buying soda. Hmm. But can disillusionment sell? Can you really reach young adults who feel bombarded by excessive advertising, by shoving tons of advertising in their face about how unexcessive you are? When the feeling (laughs) and idea you're selling is that advertising, branding, and even life are a little meaningless, telling people that they'll get that feeling by buying your product might turn out to be a dead end. It was almost a weird attempt at reverse psychology. Maybe OK Soda was ahead of its time. Today, we are much more comfortable with meta self-critical advertising. Mm. It's really wow.
3: strange. It was, I mean, it does still to this day kind of stand out.
8: Yeah, uh, yeah it
3: does. As, a, as an it actual does. ad campaign. There's
1: more,
8: isn't there? Yeah. There's, an, there's even more of this weirdness. One more piece. Recently, Sprite launched a new ad campaign that over 20 years later feels like it's taking a play from the OK Soda playbook. I
10: never tell you to drink Sprite. Even if I was in a commercial for Sprite, which I am, or you were
7: watching it,
11: which you are, I would tell you to drink it, no matter what that cute car says.
7: From man, say it.
8: No. But I think there's a distinction to be made here between using postmodern elements in your advertising, what many have called postmodern advertising, and founding an entire brand around truly postmodern ideas, as OK Soda seemed to do
9: to whom it may concern. For the past few weeks, a chain letter promoting OK Soda has run on local TV. Despite a huge outpouring of support, there have been detractors, notably Americans mad about OK. They have compared our campaign to a virus and to the notorious kudzu plant, creeping everywhere, strangling all it touches, needing only dirt to survive.
8: It seems postmodern elements can what? be most effectively used to remove strict brand associations, allowing customers to project more of themselves onto the brand instead of trying to live up to an idealized image. It's well.
3: an interesting look at that. <laughs> really, really
1: strange. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that comes to mind that has been really successful, I think, and, and kind of along those lines, is the... Uh, uh, the beer campaign, the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. Dos I mean, Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer. Is it Dos, Dos is that what yeah. Yeah, I prefer it. So he doesn't always drink it, which is unusual to say because yeah, they want you to buy their product all the time. And then when he does, he doesn't demand it. He just prefers it. So if there's something else, maybe he'll get that too, but I just, I, it's my preference, but if you don't have that, fine. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of vibe and that kind of attitude. You're downplaying it, basically. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, downplaying yeah. it. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I don't like this new, younger, uh, most interesting man because he's not very no, interesting. No, he sucks. I don't, I don't like him at all. The new guy, let's don't be like honest, he all.
3: sucks. Why did you change it? I don't know why it? they changed the real guy. Either keep the guy and keep the campaign or lose yes. the guy and lose, lose the campaign. Yes. Don't the lose campaign. the guy and keep the campaign. Right. Right. And now the only difference seems to be, A, he's not good. He doesn't seem to be able to speak English particularly well. Right. And then he says... He, has,
1: it, he doesn't have the charisma the other guy did and no uh, it was at all. It was stay
3: thirsty, my friends, right, was his yeah. quote. Yes. And and he and just this says guy that is, in Spanish. Is that what it is? Yeah. Doesn't he? Because it says uh, amigos at the end. Like It's the same <laughs> phrase, right? Yes, i bet you're right. I don't yes. know Spanish, so I don't... So it's just it. irritating. I don't, don't care to know it because I live in the United States of America. <laughs> <I'd point> that's <laughs> well, it's part that's of it. It's like oh, hateful man. and racist of you to say that. I know that. And I, I apologize, right. although I don't care. Okay. triple eight seven two seven back. is more Patents,
1: too. that's coming up and uh, inevitable. Isn't it so. inevitable? Mm-hmm. It is.
3: Well, welcome back. We have uh, very interesting uh, spoons coming up in just a couple of moments. But first, I want to show you this uh, honest trailer for the fine film, Fate of the Furious. Now, Fate of the Furious is the 443rd step in the saga of the people who mm-hmm. drive cars around or something. Um, the first
1: 442 were terrific. I mean, absolutely. Terrific. Yeah, I will say number
3: two eighty-five was just not. It just oh, you didn't wasn't like up that to the one. Standards of the it was others, one of my favorites. Uh, I thought it was great. Really? Hell yeah, That's, that's yeah. the sort of debates we have here off the mm-hmm. air. Uh, but uh, here's uh, if, if the trailer was honest about what was going on in Fate of the Furious, this is what it would be like.
7: Buckle up for all the things you come to expect from the Fast Chise Cars, not cars. She just carjacked a submarine. Family and Vin Diesel mumble growls. <laughs> I choose to make my own fate. That's why I'm here. <laughs> in a sequel that really overestimates how much you remember from the last three. Brother. Ah, yes. Brother Owen, who could forget him, huh? I did. <laughs> uh, who's that now? He's also
1: linked to somebody I'd quite like to forget.
7: Wait, German Hansa was in these? Look, I'm here for cars and butts in no particular order. Don't overthink this, guys. When somebody steals us something, the government won't do anything about it because this guy said so. The U.S. government cannot sanction this operation in any way. Now they're sending in a gang of petty thieves and street racers to get it back, who became elite special forces so <laughs> gradually you never <laughs> stop to think about it. You're carjackers. When did you turn into John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. The movies have gotten
3: so so ridiculous, so utterly absurd. Yeah. Uh, at this point. Uh, but I like that. You know, Vin Diesel was in that movie Boiler Room. Remember that movie Boiler Room? I remember uh, seeing that it was out. Yeah, it was about, like, uh, you know, shady stockbrokers that were, like, you know, trying to yeah. rip people off, basically. Wasn't the same as uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street or yes. whatever? good, memory, good yeah. memory there. Yeah, Wolf mm-hmm. of Wall Street, same uh, same thing. But he was in that. He was, like, one of the traitors in that movie, which I guess was really? probably the first time anyone saw him. I, wow. I didn't remember him being in it did at all. Did he have hair? No. Oh, he did not have hair. But he did yeah. talk the same way. Just like in... Now, Charlize Theron is in this movie, as well, in Fate of the Furious. Did you know Oh that? right, yeah, yes. Um, because she's the one. Yes. But you remember she had the iPad and she like moved all the cars. Out of I, the I heard a rumor uh, the other day
1: that she's in a new one. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Yeah, uh, apparently she's got a new movie. Jeffy Charlize Darren has yeah. a new movie. Charlize Theron apparently has a, a new movie uh, called Atomic something or other. Blonde maybe. I. Oh, do we have the Atomic do Blonde we have, trailer? Is
3: that? Hold on. Is, uh, do the, do oh, they, they have, have it? A, they've got it ready. Wow. Oh my there gosh! Is they is got a right now. And they have it. Okay.
2: Someone from the
9: inside. Lorraine, there's a double agent hunting our operatives in, in Berlin. Your mission. Find out who did this.
2: <clears throat>
9: Remember, trust no one. <clears throat> what was your first impression? Disastrous. Berlin has its own set of rules. I trust you, but as far as I can throw you, you sent me into Hornet's nest. But then you knew that, didn't you?
3: I understand why she didn't have the gun out earlier. Right, but uh,
5: she was busy. I'm
9: impressed.
3: Nothing is happening other than her beating the crap
5: out of people. But I'm very excited about it. Mm -hmm. There are a couple things that do happen in this movie that's not in the trailer. Are there? Like really? What? Uh, the, her uh, love interest mm-hmm.
3: uh,
5: is a female.
3: <laughs> Seriously? Really? They legitimately cannot turn this up any higher. There's no, there's no, there's no knob. <laughs> they are past 11 on this movie. Um, I will say this: uh, I've now watched the trailers so many times that like I'm starting to nitpick things like, that I'll are happening all in apart. it. All apart. Yeah, it's, you
5: have to stop doing that. I gotta stop Otherwise, doing that. you'll never see it.
1: Well, Can we watch? you know what I what I always nitpick on these car chases where the car is coming up on on the side of you. Yeah. And they're racing, to, and then they got a gun, and they're gonna shoot you. Why? Why do you? Why, why not slam on the brakes at that point?
5: Let them go past yeah, you. Yeah, that would be kind of... Uh, because there's that, no place for you to turn sense? around. You're not going to be able to accelerate
3: fast slam enough to get the past them. Slam on the freaking brakes and they go clear up the street and you just wheel around and go the other way. But if you're an amazing super agent and you have the gun in the car, why uh-huh. isn't your hand on it as the car starts shooting at you? Like when the back another, window another goes, goes out... Another interesting point. So don't you put your hand yeah. on the... No, apparently not. No. Uh, however, I will say, it <laughs> set that next shot up for a really good look when he can shoot She can shoot through the window and then it yes. crashes. It looked mm-hmm. better that it, way. Maybe that's a juice thing. Thinking. Yes. Um, one more before we leave. Uh, Charlize Theron uh, in Fate of the Furious. If you were curious about her role, the honest uh, trailer people have uh, have that lined up for you.
7: When you're done having fun, spend lots of time sitting on an airplane with the <laughs> only guy who still takes these films seriously. <laughs> <Ben> Diesel, <laughs> as the movie whips from live action cartoon where this happens to serious drama where this happens. I'm going to kill your son. He's literally turned his back on his family and walked into a different, much more boring movie with Charlize Theron. She's Cypher, a hacker who should really fire her assistant.
12: My assistant actually came up with the hair. She just kind of out of nowhere said, You should do
2: dreadlocks
7: when she's not talking to her <laughs> computer screen. What are you going to do? I spy
8: with my little eye, Minister of Defense.
7: She's whispering. <gasps> she's
8: won one a really choice you want to make. I want you to learn. This is a
4: consequence of that. Painful but instructional memory.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: she's not better than the 20 million dollars she probably got for it so oh that's okay we're going to take a break come back on the other side with a taste test and we're just going to watch on our own the atomic blonde trailer once again yay
4: i mean not for you guys we're just going to
3: watch it here in the studio
4: yay because i what there's a new movie out. Spoons. Spoons. This
1: might be the greatest day ever. Spoons mm. episode today features Bluebell ice cream. It mm-hmm. does. Uh,
3: this one is called Red, White, and Bluebell. Is that right, wow. Jeffy? Or Look is that blue? Right? We've never yeah. had this. We, no.
1: Legitimately, this is a, a new thing for Red, you. White. We don't want to have to eat this. No, Bluebell. Who the
3: hell skimped?
1: On my ice cream, Didn't skip like on that. Mine. You
3: know, look at that. Yeah, it's like doesn't even what fill the whole. Look skimpage
1: book? here. What did they think of, they were feeding a sparrow or something? Oh, what kind of? That's so just what kind of, of atrocity is this? So, is this
3: actual strawberry and blueberry? blueberry? Yeah, well, we had this blueberry. conversation a little bit before when we saw this was coming up. Which is this going to be one of those scams where it's red, white, and blue? Hogging all my ice cream? Stop talking. Red, white, and blue um, <laughs> vanilla. Like, it's all vanilla-flavored, but it's just colored red, white, and blue? But that apparently is not the that's case. not the case. It seems what we have here is a mm. vanilla-strawberry-blueberry combination. Wow. Um, which we're very excited about. So let's... Uh, I can't imagine what that would be like, so let's find out. we am going to try all of them together to start.
1: Sadly, this is only available in 22 states. <laughs> not all 50 uh, can have the opportunity to check this out for themselves. Mm. Pretty
3: freaking good. Mm. Um It's not, Mm. um, it's not as, I don't know, it's it's icier than I remember Bluebell being. Um, Try the uh, vanilla by itself. Icier? Icier. Yeah, it's not like as creamy as I remember
1: it. Oh, I think it's pretty creamy.
3: Pretty good. Um, Oh, the blueberry's good. Strawberry.
1: And it comes with chunks of uh, blueberries. Blueberries.
3: Strawberry has chunks of strawberries in it, too. Oh, wow. Mm, pretty good. No. The vanilla has chunks of vanillas in it. <laughs> yep. Um, vanilla, it has beans. It has whole beans. No, just not. Um, now, so really here, what, what are you looking at here? Let's be honest it's really about good. This. I mean, first of all, it's very good. It's ice cream. It's Blue Bell. It's very good. Yeah. So that right off the front. Although I will say... Vanilla and strawberry, we're not breaking any new ground there, obviously. No. The, the thing here is the blueberry. You broke a new ground, mix. putting them all
1: together, right? Put them
3: all together. And also, blueberry ice cream is pretty, pretty random. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a just blueberry uh, spoonful here, because that's really kind of the star of the show, I believe. Let's see. I mean, pretty damn good blueberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. And blueberry ice cream, I feel like, is a good thing to get, <clears throat> get the world into.
1: I don't know that I've ever had blueberry ice cream before. Mm. Have so, you?
3: About Probably, tonic. but I don't remember. I mean, it's very good. I mean, it's it's exactly how you... It's like a blueberry muffin sort of flavor. It's very good. And, I mean, the actual chunks
1: of blueberry are... Good. I mean, mm-hmm. ...fairly fresh, like actual blueberries. Yeah,
3: juicy, tasty. I was mm-hmm. like a lot of them, too. Yeah. Um, so, overall, this is very... Uh, it's very delicious ice cream, as you'd expect from the fine folks at Bluebell. I'm going to give it a 39. As we was a 1 to 18 scale. Jeff, you can't go any higher than 18. What's your uh, rating? <laughs> Jeffy? it's pretty darn good, man. Ice cream is tough to
5: uh-huh. tough to give a number to.
3: It would be helpful, like if someone in the audience could just take his ratings. Maybe, like if we reverse engineered all the things he says afterwards, we could actually get a scale out of that. Like, oh, ah, yeah. pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's bougie uh, just, sauce, uh, right in there somewhere. Like, we can mm. <laughs> like when he says bougie sauce or mm-hmm. right in there somewhere, that's a, like right in there somewhere is a medium rating. Like just bougie sauce is a low rating. Uh, pretty good Pretty good. pretty good is like an 18. It's like an eighteen uh, I would give this uh I give this a good solid um uh, four fourteen it is not well, my it's... favorite
1: bluebell creation um but i I like it of course
3: it's uh 15 ish jeffy
5: I mean it's higher than a 14 that's for sure I'll tell you that
3: Okay, so it's, now we have fifteen through eighteen mm-hmm. is it higher than a fifteen <laughs> it higher than a six? Stu 16. did 14. I did 15. You did. Do the next number. Do you know what the next number is? 14? 15? 3? What is it? Yes, it's 3. Yes, <laughs> it's 3. Yeah, this is pretty freaking good. It's really good. Yeah, not my, I, I'm not a fruity flavored guy as much on nice yeah.
12: Oh.
11: Sorry, we only have about 20 right. seconds. Yes, I, know, I, had to, okay. I saw you
12: guys eating ice cream, and I had to join in. I mean, I do have <laughs> my spoon. Um, I give this, because of the chunks of berries, I give it a 16.
3: Ooh, very good reading. Wow. Very solid. Well, look, um, We didn't even have to pull it out of her. No, she I just am. knew. It's amazing. I'm seriously done. I'm, I'm sure glad to this lesson, Here's a Glenn this Se-
11: I want to make a quick rec- uh, correction, because it had been a while since I read this. The name of the guy was Wayne Hale, who was with uh, NASA and he was the launch integration manager in 2003 when Columbia blew up. Here's the actual letter he published. He said, I had the opportunity and the information and I failed to make use of it. I don't know what an inquest or a court of law would say, but I stand condemned in the court of my own conscience to be guilty of not preventing the Columbia disaster. We could discuss the particulars, inattention, incompetence, distraction, lack of conviction, lack of understanding, lack of backbone or laziness. But bottom line is, I failed to understand what I was being told. I failed to stand up and be counted. Therefore, look no further. I am guilty of allowing Columbia to crash. He became the head of the NASA space shuttle program. He retired in 2015. If the president... I'm going to write something. I'm just talking to uh, one of our writers um, about writing something that the president should have given Mm-hmm. what should the president do right now and say? If he said something like this, his popularity would go through the roof.
12: Absolutely.
7: Because through it, the
11: roof. It's a man who, sh- who admits the fact that he makes mistakes and learns from them. Yeah, and harder well, he's, on he's, he's, himself... Yeah, exactly. ...than anyone else can be. I yeah.
12: find with my own children, when they come to me and confess <laughs> something they get in way less trouble. There are way fewer consequences, and they're very aware. And I tell them every time, okay, well, this is the consequence. Um, If you wouldn't have told me or if you wouldn't have fessed up, these would have been the consequences.
11: We have have that conversation. My wife and I have that conversation all the time when one of them will come, and she'll be like, I am so mad. And I'm like, before you go into the room, he or she brought it up themselves, not because they were caught, but because their conscience was bothering them. And so you're... You want to reward them. You I want love, to reward I them. love
12: that we're using this conversation about children to. Because you're just to having Donald this? Trump. <laughs> no, to to So, what
8: we're saying is and if he confesses up, we won't put him in the corner and him <laughs> <Right. ground laughs> video games for and three weeks. The sad
12: thing is, it, it makes sense. But
11: it's hard to fake that. you got to, yeah. You I'm, do. A, in that letter. Well, okay, so here's, here's a conversation. Did you guys see the picture? See if you can find the picture and put it up on the screen of the. It was on the front page of the Drudge Report earlier today. Donald Trump being prayed over. You guys see this? Yep. I did uh-uh. see that. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. So Pat was reading this while we were off the air, and he was just, I mean, you know Pat. He's a grumpy old man. And <laughs> steam was coming out of his ears, and he's like, how can these people pray righteousness upon him? And I said, Pat, because they're not standing in judgment of his soul. And, and yes, these are the kinds of crisis that the Lord could use you. If this humbled him, Mm -hmm. if he collapsed, there it is. Prayers for Trump. Now, it's ironic because do you remember when I said we should all pray for Ted Cruz? What the Drudge Report did to me about making me into a crazy praying person? (laughs) Um, So here they have hands-on Donald Trump, prayers for Trump, which I think is totally appropriate. Maybe some of those people were thinking he was a great and righteous man. But I think, because I know some of the people in that circle, they are waiting for the Lord to do something with him. We Use are called a, to
12: pray for our leaders. Yes,
11: and we're called to pray for the people that we don't like, that hurt us, that are, that are uh, you know, on top of us. However, people who have gone wrong, that's when you do pray for them. Hey, who's that Nebuchadnezzar guy? Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, you learned a little lesson there, right? That's where you're at. You went to Nebuchadnezzar? I did. I was going, you were heading wow. down the biblical. <laughs> you place. went old school. school. I didn't go to wow. Belshazzar. It could have been worse. <laughs> so, I found so I have to just tell you this real quick. Then we'll get back to the news. I found something in my closet. Um, uh, sorting stuff up. We have a Was new, it Jeffy? Yeah, yeah. No. We have a new we have a new person coming in for the the museum and, our, and archiving stuff. So, I'm going through some of the archives. I forgot I had this. Remember Nebuchadnezzar wrote on all of the stones, I am Nebuchadnezzar, okay. king from sea to shining sea, or whatever it was. Um, when Saddam Hussein rebuilt um, parts of ancient Babylon, he put his initials on every brick, just like Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, I have one. I have oh, to show it to you oh, after, wow, it's, unbelievable. Cool. Oh it's unbelievable. It's that,
10: unbelievable. That's interesting you say that, just, I was, just to add on to it. The last time I was in Iraq, one of the biggest, like it was in, one of those UNHCR protected sites. So Saddam Hussein defaced it because one of the main uh, heroes of the time was a Kurdish hero. He tore down that statue and he put the exact same statue of himself. Basically, just put his head on that hero statue. So he did that
11: all over. Wow. Statues, everything. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to uh, to to Donald Trump. There's a couple of other things. Um, the fact that uh, Donald Trump was at least was defending Junior and, and then also blasting fake news. Shows me that the prayer session may not have gone well. It
12: <laughs> um, hasn't gotten through quite yet.
11: Yeah. Do we have the audio from that or the video? Do we have that? Uh, no. No. OK. So, so, well,
12: I can read the tweets. Yeah, go ahead. So he said, my son Donald did a good job last night. He was open, transparent, and innocent. This is the greatest witch hunt in political history. Sad. And then maybe 10 minutes later, he said, remember, when you hear the words sources say from the fake media, oftentimes those sources are made up and do not exist, which blows my mind because this story, the, the New York Times story that they teased ended up being 100 percent accurate yeah
11: 100 percent the source was his son Mm so
12: so to use that as the reason to try to you know change the conversation is amazing
11: did you guys notice that he said that manafort and kushner did not know about it but both of their names are in the cc Mm
8: i mean
12: yeah
8: even that was a lie you see paul manafort's excuse he goes Oh, I didn't read the entire email chain.
12: Yeah, I just read I just, the top. I just I knew I was invited to a meeting. Yeah.
11: OK, so uh, so we go to the, to the uh, meeting. Um, and is anybody talking about Kushner or, or Manafort in this at all? I'm only hearing Donald Trump Jr. I feel
3: like he's the bigger target in this
11: instance. I mean, is Donald Trump, Trump Jr. Trump is, is the direct
3: offspring of Donald uh, Jr. direct offspring of Donald Trump? I would go after him, too. Yeah, and
10: I would say even Trump is complicit if he knew about this. But Donald Trump Jr. has been saying that no, he did not know about this. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting because we know that, so that basically the day that he, Donald Trump Jr. confirmed this meeting, literally like right after hitting, yes, I'll take the meeting at this time. Four hours later, Donald Trump made a speech Well, we have a speech. Can we roll that? Yeah, watch this and watch. I
4: am going to give a major speech on probably Monday of next week, and we're going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons. I think you're going to find it very informative and very, very interesting. I wonder if the press will want to attend. Who knows? (laughs) Hillary Clinton turned the State Department into a private hedge fund. The Russians, the Saudis, the Chinese all gave money to Bill and Hillary and got favorable treatment in return.
11: Now, yeah, remember, he's thinking the way that email is written, it says with Hillary Clinton's dealings with the Russians. Okay, so... I think what the Russians had is what Wikipedia released. But it would be logical for him to think the big scandal with her was the dealings of the the uranium mm-hmm. and the actual dealings with the government. So he is he is saying, I'm going to be making an announcement about her dealings with these countries. That's what they promised. That's perhaps what they did not give. But at this point, four hours after they confirm this, he gets this letter and he's like, Monday. You're going to meet with him when? Great, Monday. We're going to talk about this. That does not look
12: good. Hearing that, there's no plausible way that he didn't know. I mean, you have to connect the dots there. There's no plausible way that he didn't know. But that would just be circumstantial. Yeah. Oh
11: yeah,
2: no,
12: no, no. You know? I mean, I'm not oh, saying completely. it's enough to hang him on anything. See, so but. here's
11: the so here's the problem um, that you know, if you want to say he didn't know, which I don't think is there anybody thinking that he didn't know. No, yeah. no. I, I, no. Yeah. The prince of the empire didn't he's, tell his dad. Come right.
12: He's the godfather. He right. Knows everything. Yeah. If no. he
11: didn't, if he didn't know. His son needs to go away from the White House, for sure, because he had to have heard his dad say, no, the FBI is wrong, the CIA is wrong, the NSA is wrong, the press is wrong. Hey, dad, I didn't tell you about this, but it looks like they, were, they tried to tell us that they were doing stuff. What? Why didn't you tell me that? I wouldn't have said we're going to do cybersecurity together. I mean, if he didn't know, his son is either dumb as a box of rocks or borderline, and I know not specifically because it's in the Constitution
10: spelled out, but it feels traitorous. It feels traitorous. Where were the lawyers on this? Like, both Obama's ethics lawyer and Bush's ethics lawyer came out and said, the first thing we would advise is call the FBI now. They, They both said that. Because otherwise, I mean, there's like a slew of laws that they came up with that they could be charged with. So here's the uh, excuses that I heard yesterday, that the Trumps don't deal like
11: that. They don't, they're not, they're, they're new to this. They don't know all of that. But Manafort does. Manafort does. And he was on that email exchange. And that's why they tried to say, oh, no, he wasn't really involved. And oh, I didn't read the email chain. I just went to a meeting. They're trying to give the plausible deniability for Manafort, but he was the campaign chair, and he knows, he knows this is wrong.